When do you have the time to focus on you? Let's be a pretty Buddha with Leslie Crudup and let's learn how to be a pretty you. Buddha says, all that we are is a result of what we have thought. I think about that particularly now, it is summer. And I am watching the children happily run out of the door because it is the last day of school and now they have a few months of what they call quote unquote freedom. And they're so excited about the summer and the activities that are going to be coming forth. I watch as a boy in particular is just graduating from elementary school and he is about to enter into high school. And whether he shows it or not, he's very nervous about all that is in front of him because it is a new world. But he too is very excited about the summer. I watched him as he stood on the corner step of a corner store, engaged with all of his friends getting out of school. And they were all talking about what things they were going to do and not going to do in the summer. I can imagine that this is what he'll probably be doing for a duration of the summer because unfortunately for him, there is little activity with regards to going away to camp or summer school or summer camp or things to that nature because of lack of resources. So this step that he's standing on at the corner store is going to be something that he's going to visit quite often. What I imagine though is after standing so long, his mind will start to wonder about what are the next steps that are in front of him? What is he going to do with the rest of his life? And I can see because of limited access to resources, there lies limited access to all that is possible and his ambition diminishes. His lack of finding an opportunity unfortunately, sends him down to the path of the inevitable, engaging activity that's unproductive and it's not at all self-serving. And this activity could be just to pass the time or maybe out of frustration for finding anything else to do. But either way, it has very little to do with where he needs to be for navigating for a more positive future. When I think about that quote from Buddha about our thoughts, it reminds me of him, this boy, and what happens to him and what can happen to him or from the course of unfortunate events. And unfortunately, living in an urban city, this is more often the case. In Buddhism, we talk about the importance of wisdom over want. 
a boy standing on a corner wants for so much. And I talked about desire before and how desire will continually drive us and continually drive us and it becomes a vicious cycle to which there really is no end. But a boy standing on the corner oftentimes, particularly in the city where there is so little for him to have without generally reaching out, the only thing that he seems to subscribe to is wanting. And in Buddhism, however, when we understand what true wisdom is, we understand what it really means to want. It's funny because in Buddhism, Wisdom is actually realizing or perceiving the true nature of reality. It actually means seeing things the way that they really, truly are, not as how they appear. I was reading recently about wisdom and what it means in Buddhism and what want means in Buddhism. Want, we know, means desire. I can't help but thinking that, oh, if I could get hold of this wisdom concept, so much so so to have this conversation with this young boy about what it really means to be wise, if that would navigate his wants to bringing him about a future that holds something so promising for him. And what is want? And what drives it? In Buddhism, desire and ignorance lie in the root of suffering, I've read. Buddhists refer to this as pleasure, wanting for material things. These things are wants that will never, ever, ever be satisfied. Cultivation of this desire brings about this self centered, narcissistic persona that can envelop us and turn us into something that is just not hmm, healthy. And unfortunately, it's something that I fear for for this young man, this boy that's standing on the corner, because it can often be mistaken for survival that being self-centered and that having this me mentality. It's all about me. I need to survive. It can erode into something unfortunate because it's that suffering and that desire that's driving him instead of wisdom. So where am I going with this story? I suppose the driving factor that I I think I talk about it in in just about every podcast or every uh, opportunity that I have for conversation is the importance of recognizing wisdom over want. If we were truly wise, truly, truly wise, and knew exactly what it is that we are here for, it would eliminate the need for desire. It would eliminate the need to to be something of and to and for someone else. That is my fear for this young boy standing on the corner. Particularly if he doesn't have the resources 
in front of him to help him navigate his young mind to understanding the true importance of what his purpose is. It concerns me, it frightens me, and I suppose in my space at this time, it it definitely is something that speaks to me more often than not. We can see it prevalent in the conversations that our young folks are having with each other. That conversation is gunfire because of lack of communication skills, lack of the need to identify what it is they really want, the lack of wisdom to even understand what their purpose really, truly is. I just truly believe that each and every individual is here for enlightenment and to be a star, a beacon of the most positive energy possible. Too many of us, far too many of us have lost sight of that. And I speak about this young boy that's standing on the corner that's just gotten out of school as one of the examples, but it is, act- it is actually each and every single one of us, black, blue, white, brown, old, young, we are all individual stars. We individually can touch each one just to share that sentiment, how wonderful the world would be. So where am I going with all of this? I guess for the most part, I just want to say that we each impact each other. We each impact one another, even when we may or may not know it. We each have a purpose and we each have a duty to instill kindness and compassion to the star next to us whatever that might be, or however that might be. In order for us to identify how it is that we should move about in doing so, we continue to remember the importance of our conduct, the way that we act. We meditate, or in meditation called samadhi, to focus on our mind and our body for where it is and where it feels and to continue to nourish it. And we continue to seek not just enlightenment, but truth or prana, wisdom. If we could all just remember, each one can teach one Each one can be there for one. Remember that boy on the corner. What can you do? Where can you be to help him see that his future has all and more than the world can ever surmount or hold for him? And that his beacon is bright. And how can we fill his mind with that which will be encouraging and empowering and give him content and happiness. What can we do? To learn more about Leslie and support this podcast, in particular, the artists that provide our music, 
please visit us at BeAPrettyBuddha.com. You may now return to your life already in progress.